Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back in to the third episode of the Lunch Table Kings podcast. I'm your host, Max Holtzclaw, and I will be bringing you this episode writing solo this time as we talk about wide receivers in the upcoming 2021 NFL season. We'll be taking a look at the top 16, the wide receivers ones and twos, according to 18 leagues via full PPR from fantasypros.com, be highlighting those, as well as some of my favorite values and even a bust candidate. But before we jump right into the episode, I wanna take a quick step back and kind of talk about some things coming up here. So it is officially August now, which means draft season is really here. We have training camp full in effect. We had our Hall of Fame game, the first official preseason game, which means football is finally back. And with that, of course, comes the draft season. And our draft is scheduled tentatively right now for August 29th. So be sure to look out for that. We'll be bringing you a little bit of uh, updates on how that's going to be going, how that looks. We have our draft orders all set in stone. I myself will be taking the second pick in the upcoming draft. So make sure you stay tuned for that as we talk more about the draft season that's right around the corner. But as for today, we're going to take a dive into the wide receivers. So let's get rolling. So as we get this show rolling, I just want to take a quick look at the top 16 wide receivers according to Average Draft Edition via FantasyPros.com. And starting off, we have the number one wide receiver being listed as Tyreek Hill, who is going 10th overall off the board. And followed behind him is Devontae Adams at 11th overall. Really no shakeups here, especially once Rodgers came back. It just seems natural that Devontae Adams will be at the top of the list, as well as Tyree Kill with Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. At number three, we have a personal favorite of mine, Stephon Diggs, who is also the 14th player overall taken off the board. At four, we have Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, that is, who is the 16th player taken off the board and rounding out the top five is DK Metcalf, who is also the 18th player off the board. The next five on this list is a bit of the young guns with Calvin Ridley at number six, Justin Jefferson at number seven, and AJ Brown at number eight. And that is the wide receiver ones, according to average draft position via fantasy pros for an eight team league like ourselves. Jumping into the wide receiver twos, we start off with Keenan Allen, who would be the 27th overall player off the board. At number 10, we have scary Terry McLaurin, followed by the Chicago Bear himself, Allen Robinson at number 11. CeeDee Lamb brings it in at number 12. Mike Evans is 13th. The new Tennessee Titan, Julio Jones, is sitting at 14th and rounding out the wide receiver twos is Robert Woods at 15 and Amari Cooper at 16. Also, wider, or the total 42nd player off the board. And the quick look at this, basically, you have your players that you kind of feel safer with when you go into every draft. Some guys you kind of look at, but you say, yeah, I will be happy taking this guy as my first receiver on my team. And for me, I think... The last player on that list is right around 
wide receiver 11 or 12, which are Allen Robinson and CeeDee Lamb. Those are the two guys who, if I start off running back heavy, those are the guys who I still like to have solid seasons as wide receiver ones, even though they're being drafted as wide receiver twos. And really it comes down to Allen Robinson is a safety kind of option. We all know this is more than likely his best quarterback cast with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. But last season, he was wide receiver nine. And the season before that, he was wide receiver 10. He is a safe option to finish in that top 12 range, at least. And then CeeDee Lamb last year finished as wide receiver 22 without Dak Prescott. Dak is hurt right now in the training camp. But he's expected to be back in no time for the regular season. And with that, we all know the hype is all around CeeDee Lamb. So he's more of that boom option. And what I'm willing to take if I have a safer wide receiver two to go along with CeeDee Lamb. So those are the two guys who I kind of want to highlight in that top 16. Those are the guys who I'd be looking forward to as my wide receiver ones if I go running back heavy and kind of pooch the first eight kind of players. So now we'll take a look into some of my favorite values or sleepers of the wide receiver position. So my first receiver I want to highlight that I believe is a huge value in every draft this year is the 22nd wide receiver off the board or the 54th overall player. And he's currently sitting at the 706 spot in drafts for 18 leagues, of course. And that is Deontay Johnson. And right here, right now, I'm going to stake my claim, plant my flag, and say Deontay Johnson will finish as a top 12 guy this season. Last year, he finished as wide receiver 21. You could be saying to yourself, well, Max, that seems like a big jump from 21 to 12. Well, from week 7 through 17, he finished as the wide receiver 6. And that includes one injured game where he didn't play and a bench performance against the Buffalo Bills where he was having so many drops, benched the first half, came back in for the second half, and was able to finish out that game. He was the eighth most targeted player in 2020. And Big Ben says he was not ready for last year, but he forced himself to play. And he's back with a better arm this year. If that's true, that's still yet to be determined. But I, li I like where it's going to be going. I can't get much worse than last year. And if he was the eighth most targeted player last year, while missing one game and leading early for injuries in three other games, plus still the bench game, I think it's only he's got nowhere to go but up from there. So in my opinion, Deontay Johnson at wide receiver 22, he will easily outperform that. And if you're drafting him at that area, you're getting a steal of a pick. And I think he will finish as a top 12, possibly sneak into the top 10 wide receivers for this season. So the next name I want to highlight is the 38th wide receiver off the board. 95th overall, and currently going at the 1207 spot. And that is Debo Samuel of the San Francisco 49ers. And I know there's a lot of question marks going on with the 49ers in general. Mainly what's going on with the quarterback position. They drafted Trey Lance, and rookie quarterbacks don't tend to sustain multiple pass catchers for fantasy relevance. However, I think Jimmy Garoppolo will remain the starter for most of, if not the entire year. And Jimmy G targeted Debo at a decent rate his rookie season. Last year, Debo came in and he had the early bone fracture in his foot, causing him to miss the first three games. Okay, 
He comes back. He plays in a couple, leaves with his first hamstring injury. Comes back, plays in a couple more, leaves with his second hamstring injury. So I get the injuries are a concern. And I totally understand if you pass up on Debo for the injury reason. However, he did play in six games last season and still finished at a decent pace. It was a very small sample size, but from weeks 12 through 13, where he recovered from that first strain and the foot fracture, and with Brandon Ayuk fully integrated into the lineup, he did finish as the wide receiver 10 in those two weeks, averaging 19 fantasy points per game. And I know it's a very small sample size. It's pick and choose. But that was with Ayuk. And a lot of the arguments you have for Debo are you're either team Debo or your team Ayuk. And I guess I would stake my claim more into Debo Samuel. Because Shanahan did say last year that they were trying to build a system around Debo for him to be the offensive scheme. And that was before Ayuk was integrated in. And that was before Trey Lance was drafted. But I still believe Shanahan's done nothing but praise Debo. And I think he's going to be a huge part of the offense system. The main reason for me or the main issue for me is still health. And that's 100% understandable. But at the 38th wide receiver, if you're picking at the back half of the 12th round and you have Debo Samuel there on the board, where's the risk really? Now, there are a lot of names that could have brought up for this final name in my values or sleepers. I think personally, the wide receiver spot is so deep and there's so many good players that are going late in drafts, I feel like. I could have highlighted a number of names. It could have been Cortland Sutton, Odell Beckham Jr., Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, even someone a little deeper like LaVisca Chenault or Kurt Samuel. But for this last name, I want to bring up one that it feels like a lot of people have forgotten about. He's currently going as the 43rd receiver off the board, 108th overall, the fourth pick in the 14th round. So depending on drafts or team sizes, virtually undrafted at times. And that is Antonio Brown, the once thought of as the number one overall wide receiver prospect, is now going as the 43rd overall. I mean, I get it. He had his little stint with the Dolphins slash Patriots, and they weren't great. In fact, he was out of the league for a little bit, came back with the Buccaneers last year and played half a season, and he finished 65th overall in just eight games of work. And really, you got to think, eight games and getting 65th overall, that's really not that bad. However, weeks 9 through 17, that we just take that sample size of when he signed with Tampa Bay, he finished as wide receiver 22. And if we take it even further, so when he's even more integrated into the offense from weeks 15 through 17, he was the wide receiver four, averaging 23 and a half fantasy points per game. He has now had a full off season with Tampa Bay. He's been in their system since week nine of last year. And he's already won a Super Bowl. Congratulations, Antonio Brown, yada, yada. So now he's fully integrated into the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. There is no reason he won't outperform wide receiver 43. There's no reason he won't outperform wide receiver 30. In my opinion, Antonio Brown is possibly the biggest deal you can get. If he continues to play like how he did at the end of last season, 
where he was the wide receiver four in an offense that has a lot of question marks at the running back position of what Leonard Fournette going to catch a ball. We know he has bricks for hands half the time. Ronald Jones is even worse at catching a ball. They refuse to use Keyshawn Vaughn. They signed Giovanni Bernard. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. But the point is there is no running back help there, especially in the passing game. They get OJ Howard back from his ACL tear, but OJ Howard isn't a huge part of their system, I believe. You have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Antonio Brown more or less could be the most talented receiver in that receiving core still. There's no way he won't outperform his current ADP. So my advice, take him anytime you can get him. Any chance. Reach for him in round 11. 14th round for Antonio Brown is a steal. Now we'll flip it to the other side of the coin, where we'll talk about really only one player comes to mind on the overvalue section of the wide receivers. And really, in my opinion, I think wide receivers are being drafted fairly well. I think they're being valued at the right area. They could be. I think there's question marks with some. I think, for instance, Justin Jefferson at wide receiver seven is a question mark, but I don't mind his ADP value. I think he will be a good receiver still, so I don't dislike the wide receiver seven. A.J. Brown, wide receiver eight with Julio Jones. Again, questions, but A.J. Brown is a beast, so I have no problems with any of that. However, the name I do want to bring up is currently going as the fifth wide receiver off the board, 18th overall, so the second pick in the third round, and that would be D.K. Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. Now, D.K. last year finished as wide receiver seven. Dominant. The seventh receiver is a great spot you want to be. However, it was a tale of two halves. Weeks one through nine, he was the third best wide receiver. Excellent. Weeks 10 through 17, he was the wide receiver 23. At the time, it was okay because where you drafted Metcalf last year, you didn't hate it, but it was a complete 180 from where he was at the beginning of the season. So it was unexpected. And if you were leaning on him, he killed you last season for your fantasy team. They hired a new offensive coordinator in Seattle due to the fact that the old offensive coordinator had issues with Pete Carroll about running the ball as much. And they were one of the highest running teams in the league. They brought in a new OC in order to run the ball even more. Personally, I don't hate DK Metcalf. In fact, he is still a beast of a receiver. I have him in some dynasty leagues. And you know what? I'm happy to have him on, the, on my team. However, if you're drafting and you have your choice at the number five wide receiver off the board, you're picking at the second pick in the third round. I don't think Metcalf is going to have a return on value. I don't think he will be the fifth best wide receiver. I think he's going to be about 10 spots lower, in my opinion. And that's a killer for your team, especially if you're leaning on him to be your wide receiver one all season long. So that's just my warning as you go into draft season on DK Metcalf. So that'll wrap up today's episode of the Lunch Table Kings podcast. I want to thank you guys all for tuning in. Uh, this is a lot more enjoyable than doing a YouTube channel. I'm not going to lie. So I will continue rolling with this. Next week, we'll get into the tight end position, wasteland, however you want to go about it. 
Uh, and we'll see if we can find any values with that position and if there's any bus, which is the definition of the tight ends in fantasy football, I feel like. So let me know what you guys think about the wide receivers, if you have any qualms or issues with my, with my projections or anything like that. Until then, keep listening, and I'll see you guys around.